Hey everyone, welcome to the Redeemed on Purpose podcast. My name is Robert Bass and I'm here with my amazing wife, Carmen. Today we wanted to talk to you a little bit about marriage, but specifically kind of where we are today. Um, We are about to celebrate our two-year anniversary, and it's been an amazing two years, but me and her both come from two completely different backgrounds. I mean, when we got married, we were two completely different people with different lives coming together, and so we have learned a lot over the last few years, so we want you to get to know us a little bit before we kind of dive into some of the things that we have learned. And so, Carmen, why don't you share with everyone kind of your background? Yeah, so I was actually married prior. Um, I met my first husband when I was 16, got married at 18, and I was married five and a half years before um, he actually got in a motorcycle accident, and I became a widow. Um, My son was four years old. Uh, It was definitely a tough season. I was a single mom for many years, Um, and then, you know, of course, Robert and I ended up getting married, and I thought, well, I would know everything about marriage because I was married before, um, but my first marriage uh, initially wasn't based on a a God first uh, a God first marriage, and and this one was so um, definitely have learned a lot along the way. Yep, and so I come from a completely different background. I've never been married before, uh, been in relationships, but nothing that was anywhere along the lines of uh, marriage, and so me, you know. 30-something years of being single <laughs> and not necessarily having to think about someone else. I had the single mindset ingrained in me. I lived and breathed and thought about the things that I needed most of my life. Obviously, I had friends and I've been in relationships before, but I would never even had to consider, never even had to walk out what it what it was like to really put other people first. And I've always been able to just go up and go on vacation and do what I wanted to do and either stay out late or just, you know, live life for me. And so coming into marriage, as you can see, me and, and my wife Carmen, like we're literally in two different boats. We are coming at this this new marriage, trying to put God first in two completely different perspectives. So even our dating life was really interesting. I mean, we we were, I would say, both trying to put God first, right? Mm-hmm. And and so we were learning what does putting God first look like um, in dating. And so even in dating, we set up a lot of boundaries. And so we wanted to be able to honor God. We wanted to do the right thing. We, we even wanted to honor each other. And so we put up a lot of boundaries. Uh, one example would be not staying um, around each other like past 10 o'clock. And so I went to my house. She went to her house. We stayed separate, you know. And so we, we set up physical boundaries, um, just different things that w- would keep us accountable in, in this dating process. And so when we got married, like, there was a lot of things that we had to relearn. There was a lot of things that we had to unlearn. I mean, we we set up these boundaries as dating, and then we didn't have boundaries anymore. Now that now that we're together and we're one, and so we just learned a ton. I mean, we our life was just completely changed, and so uh, during our first year was really interesting. We learned a ton of things 
in our first year. It was tough. Yes, we're going to say it. It was tough because it was a humongous learning curve. We even had some traumatic things kind of happen in in our marriage that first year, including coming back from our honeymoon to a hurricane. That's how our marriage got started. We landed in Florida back home, and there was a major hurricane in our town. So as you can imagine, things did not start off like we expected. But the first year was super interesting. So Carmen, why don't you share a little bit kind of what you learned? So the first year for me, um, like you said, the word is interesting because I was a wife before and I wanted to, to have a family again. I was a single mom for years. And so I was excited. First year of marriage, I was like, this is great. I'm a wife. My son's got a dad. Like this is everything we've ever wanted. So to me, honestly, it was, it was pretty easy. But then during the first year of marriage, you were like a safe place for me. Um, whereas before, you know, it wasn't necessarily like that the whole time, um, prior in my first marriage. So coming from, you know, a past of just different things, you know, we walk through life, we get scars, we get bruises, getting married to you was a safe place for me. And all of a sudden, you know, I started to walk through some healing that needed to be done. Um, so it was, it was just a, it was a hard season. Um, just, just being so vulnerable. Um, you know, any, not a mask because you don't really, you don't wear a mask when you're dating. You try not to. It's not, that's not what you do, but you just, you just have to be vulnerable. And I walked through a lot of healing and you were really there to support me. Yeah. And so as she's, you know, walking through this and I am beginning to learn in my first year, uh, how selfish I was. (laughs) I mean, being single, doing what you want for 30 years, that's a long time. Doing anything for 30 years is extremely long time. So you've developed habits in that time where you're just used to doing things by yourself. So even when we were dating, I just remember like knowing that I'm going to be a dad, knowing I'm going to be a husband, knowing that, you know, I want to spend time with my wife and, and, and new son. And then, and then we get married and now we're living together. And now I no longer have a choice. Now they're there all the time. I don't have a choice whether I'm going to spend time with them. And so I quickly began to realize Robert is selfish. Robert wants things done his way. Robert, you know, wants things to look a certain way. I wanted the house to look a certain way. I always wanted the dishes to be put up. And you're probably laughing right now, those of you listening, because you know marriage is not like that. Like things are just not perfect. They're not the way we expect them to be. And so I feel like, you know, we both of us came into marriage with certain expectations that may or may not got fulfilled in that first year. I even remember going through premarital counseling, and that's what they told us. They're like, you need to be careful of the expectations you put up in marriage. Everyone does it, because in those expectations, you're really going to hurt your marriage, because the other person may or may not live up to those expectations. And so we both quickly began to realize that, you know, she was beginning to realize that, you know, I'm, I'm not supposed to be there for her all the time. And even though I am a safe place, like, you know, she needed her relationship with God and, and I needed healthy expectations of what marriage was supposed to be like 30 years of me imagining what marriage was going to be like. Yeah. And honestly, um, I learned too, how important it is to have like friendships and to have people to be able to talk to that are safe people about our marriage and about the healing I was walking through. And just to kind of touch a little bit on those details, I walked through 
really bad anxiety and depression um, and a lot of spiritual attacks. And it, it literally felt like I was going crazy. So that was just a really, really hard season. Um, but moving into our second year of marriage, what did I learn the second year of marriage? Well, I feel like I swapped places with you. Because I have walked through so much oppression and just hard things during that time, like you were wonderful, but everything else was just like, it was just coming down on me. So the second year of marriage, I just feel like I have been pretty selfish. Like just, okay, I need a lot of me time. I need, um, I need to relax. I don't really want to wash dishes. I don't want to do this because I just don't feel like it. Whereas, you know, well, I may not feel like it, but I probably should do that once in a while to help out, you know? Yeah. So I I literally feel like we switched places because towards the beginning of our second year, I uh, ended up having an appendix problem and had to have surgery. And what I quickly began to realize is I needed some healing in areas of my life, both physically and, and mentally. And so what I began to realize was I was really selfish and self-centered our first year of marriage, which caused problems. You know, I put expectations on her that shouldn't have been there, um, which created more stress, more anxiety, more worry. Um, and, and these things that because I, I did and said certain things because I thought it was supposed to be a certain way, it created more stress on our marriage than needed to be there. So I began to realize that I needed healing myself. I began to realize that I needed healthy expectations of what things should be, and and I needed to be comfortable and find my identity in God instead of finding my identity in our marriage. Instead of expecting my wife to do all these things that I was actually doing before we got married, like washing my own dishes, <laughs> instead of me trusting God in the process, I began to put those things onto my wife and my son in our marriage and what that was supposed to be like. And so the second year, like she said, I feel like we swapped places. I feel like that I began to receive some healing in some areas that I needed to be the best husband that um, that I could be for her. And so it's interesting how we're both walking through things and we're both changing. And so I would say which is funny to say this, but I would say that we're both changed a lot since we've gotten married. And that is that can be an excuse for people. Oh, they're not the same person that they were when I first got married. And I would say we're not the same people that we were when we first got married, but we're better. And we've, we've got healing. We've allowed God into our life. We've put God first. And God has done some amazing things in our marriage in spite all of the things um, that has happened. And I would say also, like, let's say, what is what works for us now? Um, what's working for our marriage? I would say um, a big thing for me is communication because I've never really been good at communicating. Um, like I said, in my first marriage, we weren't saved kind of until the end of the marriage, until he passed away pretty much like that time frame. Um, but I thought I knew everything going into marriage because I had been married and it's actually, you just really don't know. Um, when you start off with a God first marriage, it's like, well, communication is important. I need to learn how to talk to my spouse in a respectful way, in a loving way and communicate. Whereas before I didn't even know I needed to do that because it just, I just didn't do that. It wasn't ever healthy. I didn't communicate in a healthy way. Um, so I would say learning to communicate, but a lot of that has come through like marital counseling and premarital counseling, 
Um, so that's been really, really helpful for us. Yeah. One of the things that, um, we actually started when we were dating was, um, praying together. I remember, uh, the first time we prayed together when we were dating and, uh, you did not want to pray for me out loud. That was rough. I mean, she was like, no, I got to pray for you out loud. I'm like, yeah, out loud. Why would you not pray for me out loud? And so it, it was something that we started when we were dating, but it has been so impactful for us in our marriage. Um, uh, even now, like we pray over each other. We, you know, at, at the, at the dinner table, when we're putting our son to bed, before we go to bed, we pray together. We talk to each other. This intentional time, like she's saying, a prayer and communication is so important in a marriage to, to pray those blessings, to encourage your wife, to speak those positive things over her and vice versa is really important. And, and when we're missing that, it can really hurt a marriage when you're not being intentional with that time. Also, intentional date time, which is my favorite time. So we spend a lot of time as a family. We're intentional about that as well. But in a marriage, you need that husband-wife time. You need to date your spouse. Um, I mean, let's say it's even once a month. I would like it to be every week, but sometimes that's not possible uh, because you may not have a babysitter that week. But uh, intentional date time is just, I think it's the best time. Yeah, I love it. And it, like you said, it can be hard, um, especially with children, being intentional, finding babysitters and scheduling time out. And But um, I feel like we've done a really good job um, at it. Like you said, it's not been as much as I would say we like for it to be. But we really have enjoyed some times away. Um, I, I believe for me, it's important to totally get away. We go out of town. Um, we, we completely disconnect overnight. It's not just a date night um, going out to see a movie. It's we completely get out of town and, and go and disconnect and really focus on spending time um, with each other. And so for me, kind of what I talked about, you know, with being single for so long, one of the things that's important for me is the intentional me time. And so we've had these conversations as a married couple where I do feel like it's important for guys still to hang out with their friends. I, I feel like it's important for someone to have intentional time uh, alone where they can do what fills them up. Everyone's different. I like to be alone. I could easily read a book, play video games, you know, study, whatever. I, I like that intentional time alone versus you like to be out with friends and, and shopping and, and and different things that are what you want to do in the meantime, but I feel like in marriage, we need to have those conversations and be okay with the other person having that time. That's something that I learned in the first year of marriage as well. Like, wow, I'm an, I'm an extrovert. I want to be around Robert and Daniel all the time. I want to do, you know, go shopping all the time. I want to do my own thing sometimes with friends, which is good. Um, but I didn't realize Robert wasn't like me as much. He was, um, he's the type that likes to be home, you know, more often, likes to read a book, likes to lay in his hammock. And sometimes I would crowd his space, let's say, because, I mean, he works all day. He's, you know, he's in ministry. He's with people all day. Um, so I, he does need time to decompress sometimes. He can't come home and me be asking him a hundred questions and talking a hundred miles an hour about my day. Um, which, you know, we love to communicate, but you know, he needs a break and even I do too sometimes. Uh, so my intentional me time would be going shopping, going to the gym, um, you know, hanging out with some girlfriends. So, yeah. And I think that it's something that 
we just need to be okay with, you know, because again, trust is so important in a marriage and that this trust has to be given. And a lot of times we're expecting other people to, um, to earn our trust, but this is something that we need to give our spouse and our loved one, um, is that trust so we can build on that and to continue to be with each other and encourage each other. And so, um, man, we just learned a lot uh, through our marriage. Again, we just wanted to just be really open and honest and transparent with you about our journey, our background, and just some of the things that um, we learned. I know some people listening have probably been married a lot longer than us, and you may be laughing, but come on, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear comments and some wisdom that you've had over the last couple years and some things that you've learned that you could share um, with other people. And so I just want to thank you so much for listening to um, our Redeemed on Purpose podcast. Check out some of our other videos and blog posts that we have on family as we continue to put God first. Have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.